Hey, it's Brian, your lunatic friend. This is episode 8 of Jesus and Music in the 70s, at least from my perspective. So in this episode, it's late summer of 1972. Yeah, I had accepted Jesus, and I was following him from a distance, because the only sermons I was listening to were the songs on the radio. And the radio was in my car. I was leaving town, and the Doobie Brothers were singing, Oh, listen to the music. And Steely Dan was singing, Oh, your everlasting summer, you can see it fading fast. So you grab a piece of something that you think is gonna last. But my favorite line is, in the second verse, he says, The weekend at the college didn't turn out like you planned. It was like they knew my story. So now I'm driving to California from North Carolina, all by myself. And wouldn't you know it, the staple singers are on the radio singing, I'll take you there, let me take you there. And Elton John was singing, Rocket Man, burning out the Gubaliba do. I never knew what those words were, but I knew he was talking about going somewhere else. And I had a Pinto for a rocket ship. It would take me about three days. I barely had gas money, so I threw a sleeping bag in the back. The great thing about the new hatchback style is that you could sleep in the back. And that's what I planned to do. But in late August, just west of the Mississippi, I found it so hot that I just threw the sleeping bag on the ground at a road stop. And do not try this at home today. And don't forget, 50 years ago, it was more two-lane than four headed west. I don't remember what highway I was on, but I drove through a whole lot of Kansas. It felt like Moses in the wilderness without the manna. And the pillar of cloud leading me by day was a magic marker. AAA called it a trip tick. It was a tablet-sized compilation of 100-mile sections of road marked out with the one you should be on. It was a paper version of GPS. And my version of a cell phone was a cassette player that I got from Radio Shack had a little microphone attached and I would share the story of me on the road that I would eventually send to my folks but they wouldn't hear from me for two days till I got to my grandparents house in Delta Colorado I showed up at their door at 11 o'clock at night didn't bother to call ahead my grandpa Irvin Duncan wasn't sure who I was he wasn't ready to let me in the house either till I said I'm your grandson you know Danny's boy he'd only seen me about every other year year. And of course, after two days on the road, I probably looked like roadkill. But the great thing about having family is that they have to let you in. And I stayed a few extra hours in the morning because it came with a free breakfast. But then it was another tank of gas and back on the road again. I was headed west on Interstate 70 through Utah. This was the state I was born in. But after Green Valley, most of Interstate 70 was a gravel road because the highway wasn't finished. But the scenery was a lot nicer and there was no Interstate 15 going going south. Back then you took Highway 89 and turned right at Zion National Park. And I was singing along to the Eagles, take it easy, take it easy. Don't let the sound of your own wheels drive you crazy. I remember driving into St. George on a two-lane road. Back then, it looked like a little cowboy town. And I stopped for gas. Man, the prices were getting really expensive. It was like 38 cents a gallon. And when I reached Las Vegas, there was no highway around that town either. You went right down Las Vegas Main Strip. And I'm sure God was proud because I didn't even stop. All I remember about that final stretch into California was it was too hot for my air conditioner to matter. 
It would be the first time I ever pushed my little Pinto past 100 miles an hour. I slowed down when I finally got to the sign, Welcome to California, and I was horrified. Man, there was nothing for a good hour and a half but desert. I didn't even see a palm tree. And where are the California girls that the Beach Boys were talking about? Suddenly I felt like I'd made a huge mistake. Doesn't look like the brochure. I didn't see a palm tree till I reached Barstow, which was probably all of a gas station and a couple of buildings. And I was thinking, man, where's the water with the beach? The first place I stopped to eat was a little place called Jack in the Box. I had never eaten a taco before, but you could get four of them for 29 cents. They were flat as a board. They looked like a bookmark. So my first impression of California was a lot of sand and tacos. But all that would change when I enrolled in Southern California College in Costa Mesa. Because I was a new kid, I was treated like a freshman, and each newbie was assigned an upperclassman to show them around. And suddenly I hear a girl's voice, Hi, I'm Barbie. I'll be showing you around the school. Turns out she was one of the cheerleaders, and the first people she introduced me to was the rest of the cheerleaders. Talk about a divine intervention. Suddenly I was surrounded by angels. And I thought to myself, Surely God has directed my path. But God's real direction came in the following months. I would discover a lot of other musicians and songwriters. California was home to Andre Crouch and the Disciples. And in 1972, they would be on the Johnny Carson Show. I would also hear on regular radio a group called the Second Chapter of Acts. They were singing, I've Got a Mansion Builder. There was also a new group called the Children of the Day, singing, And Jesus said, Come to the water, stand by my side. And Randy Stonehill was on the regular radio singing, Shut the dope. Keep out the devil. Shut the door, keep the devil in the night. It seemed like in California, there was music everywhere. And it made me want to write songs. And within a week, I had found the music room on campus and a piano to sit at. They would lock the doors at night, but I had no problem taking the hinges off to get in. One of the first songs I would hear in California was, It never rains in California. And it sounded like good news to me. In the next year, I would find a rebirth of my own solo career and the beginning of a band that would go the distance. Don't forget to listen to my nutshell sermons. They're half as long as Jesus and music segments because some days, one day at a time is too long. You don't have to pay me to be your lunatic friend either. But if you get a kick out of these, you can help me pay for my shoes. Go to the support page. Just go to nutshellsermons.com.